1947, Jackie Robinson uh, broke the race barrier in Major League Baseball. First black man ever. Uh, the ceiling was broke forever. Uh, the fight was strong, and it was strong today, and it was stronger even more so in the year of 1963. And that's when his daughter, Sharon, uh, was a teenager, 13 years old. And she joins us here on Chewing the Fat today, and she's going to talk about her latest book, Child of the Dream, a memoir of her 1963 year, the year that she turned 13 and what was happening for her and the country. Sharon, first, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Jeff, for having me on. I- so your memoir uh, from mm-hmm. 1963, you know, talks uh, a lot about uh, the struggles that uh, the country was in, that you were in. Uh, you know, talks a lot about your family, uh, you know, your, your mom, your dad, your brothers uh, growing up. But uh, teen years are, you know, so much happened in your teen years. I mean, especially when you were. Uh, 13, even before we, we can go back to the beginning of when you turned 13. But within that year, I mean, we had the uh, Martin Luther King speech, which, you know, changed so many people. But uh, surrounding the speech of MLK, which, you know, is forever, you know, branded on our hearts and souls. Um, you talk about uh, how that changed you. Tell us a little bit about that day. Yeah, well, I, I, the reason why I wanted to write this book was really to to talk about the you know have a chance to bring the Children's Crusade of 1963 to another generation of kids um, because it inspired me. Uh, it was a changing point for the civil rights movement, and it yeah. was children who, who lifted their voices and took the risk and you know faced. Uh, um, and a, a violent had a had a uh, violence against um, you know with fire hoses and dogs and going off to being carted off to jail, but they stood firm and lifted their voices. And because of that, um, that was a big factor in getting the attention of President Kennedy and ultimately the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So I want to you know encourage kids that kids have done it in the past. Um, and, you know, if we lift our voices, we develop self-confidence and self-confidence will help us uh, move forward as individuals and also as communities. So uh, how's that going? How do you feel that's working out right now? The, what, the lifting of the voice? Yeah, how, I think how, how's that going? Are you, I, are you I, really, do you I, feel I, like I, you're, you're actually reaching out and, and, and awakening some children from today or is it harder than you thought it would be? No, no, no. I do, absolutely don't. I've been doing this for 20, you know, 24 years, actually longer than that. In both of my careers, I was initially, initially a nurse midwife and worked with uh, teenage girls that were pregnant um, and helping them understand that this was a step in, in their life and how they had to prepare for motherhood, but they also had to finish high school you know, and, and prepare right. for life. Um, so I moved into that with working with Major League Baseball and Scholastic on with the Breaking Barriers program, and that was all about working with kids in grades four through nine um, oh. on overcoming obstacles in life and finding their voice. So I've been doing this voice work for a very long time. So I've been writing about it in, in various kinds of ways, but this is the first time I've told my own story of finding my voice 
um, and sharing it with kids um, and, uh, and telling it within this turbulent time in American history. Yeah. But it, the book just came out, so I'm, I haven't, I'm about to go out there and, and speak to kids from this perspective, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> good, good, really <laughs> good. Um, you know, we, we all spend a lifetime trying to you know find our voice and uh it's remarkable Mm -hmm. that you you know you remember how that 13th year and what that year was for you um did you you know looking back on it do you Mm -hmm. uh do you do you miss it or are you just glad that it happened and it made you into the strong woman that you are today well, it was a stage of my life, you know, and, you know, I, and, and in looking back all these years later, I had to go back and do my own research, you know, um, about myself and about that time. Yeah, um, luckily, that? I had a oh, mother no. who kept everything, you know, so I had report cards and my certificate from eighth grade when I started to speak out and, <laughs> um, you know, and letters that I had written to my parents. She, uh, we found all of that in, in files, her fi- in her files. So wow. that w- and then I was also able to, to, I'm still best friends with Candy, who is a, a key player in this book. We were best friends at the time, and she and I talked, and her sister and I talked, and friends from that era. So, you know, a lot of people helped me find that voice um, and be that 13-year-old again. Um, so that's what's fun about, or challenging, fun, interesting about memoir writing. You get to dig deep. Yeah, I bet. Um, over so, a short period of time. I don't know that I want to do that. <laughs> well, you know, you choose your period. But I've done, wow. I've chosen some tough periods to write about. And, um, you know, you grow in, in the process. In the, uh, in the new book uh, by Sharon Robinson, A Child of the Dream, a memoir of 1963, you have uh, pages of uh, family photos that you, yeah. uh, you know, we're lucky that you shared with us. But, uh, you know, we all, in going through those, uh, those uh, suitcases and those boxes and those files that your mom had saved, uh, mm-hmm. you've got to have some pictures stashed that are just yours and yours alone, right? I mean, that's amazing. Well, I, you know, I wish I had more. You know, that was a different generation. We were not snapping pictures like that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so I'm really, so I find some. But, for example, I couldn't find one picture of our horse, Diamond. And in my memory, there was one picture, but I can't even find that one picture. So, <laughs> we, <laughs> so uh, you know, we've done well at saving you know, we have baby pictures and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, you know, I really, I sort of regret that I didn't have more of those little snapshots. Right. You know, that were truly taken from our cameras. and. But like I said, it's a, it was a very different time. That's, time. That's, that's for sure. We were all hanging the big uh, box cameras around our necks, snapping shots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you, uh, this is a busy year for you. Uh, you know, it would, uh, would have been your dad's 100th birthday. Uh, yeah. You've got the, the new book, Child of the Dream. You've got mm-hmm. uh, your dad's museum opening up. You're going to go on tour oh, promoting the book. Uh, yeah. You know, what are you doing? Have you, are you, have you done enough this year already? I mean, uh, slow down. <laughs> no, there's never enough. <laughs> so you I'm know, there's always work the, to do. and that's... I'm looking forward to the museum mm-hmm. opening in uh, New York City. Have you been a big part of that with the foundation? I am a part of that. Um we have a tremendous staff that does all the yeoman work of, you know, pulling it all, to, pulling the pieces together. I, I did my best to find my mother's wedding dress and, you know, some pieces wow. that were, were special. Um, 
you know, um, so yeah, it's it's been an incredible journey. We have still have fundraising to do. You know, museums. You know, there's a lot of a lot of money that goes yeah. into these museums. So you know, we're fundraising will be you know ongoing yeah, always. Um, and they will tell you I'm not doing a good job with that with as a board member. So <laughs> I say, look, I'm out there in the public. You know, that's that's my contribution. I I don't. I just am not good at asking for money. I don't. I don't like that. I, it's not who I am. It's hard. It's hard. I've, we, it uh, is, and there are people that are very good at it, and there's those who are not. And I happen to fall in that category. So, yeah, so don't ask the president of our foundation how I'm doing. <laughs> I brought one gift in, and I'm waiting for that money to actually come in, and there you go. one big gift, and I'm feeling like I did a good job. There you go. <laughs> I'll pat you on the back. You're good. It's all good. <laughs> so you talk a little bit about, you mentioned uh, working with Major League Baseball, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. it even mentions uh, a little bit in the uh, in the flyer here about your work with Major League Baseball. What are you, what are you doing yeah. with Major League Baseball in today's world? Uh, with, uh, well, my, I still work with children, so that's okay. my... I, they hired me as an educational consultant. I created, we created together with Scholastic, an incredible program that's in schools all over the country, um, and it culminates. Kids learn about overcoming obstacles, but uh, ultimately they have to tell their own story in a not have to. It's voluntarily, but we get, um, you know, we've gotten over the years just thousands and thousands of essays. Um, written by children uh, that, that where they tell their story, or story of overcoming their own obstacles in their life, and they show us the process. And then um, I, we go out and visit them in their schools, bring them prizes, do assemblies, and a lot of you know a lot of work with kids on writing and, like I said, you know about finding voice and importance of confidence right. and overcoming these obstacles. So I mean, it's, it- now I also do. Um, I'm sort of shifting a little bit away from that and spending more time with our youth baseball programs, which are really incredible. Uh, we opened up, uh, you know, the Dodger Town, which has historically been associated with the uh, Dodgers, Brooklyn, and then L.A., um, is now taken over by Major League Baseball, and it's named after my dad. So it's the Jackie Robinson Training Center. So that's another oh, big that's thing great. that happened this year. Yeah, that's great. And because of that, I'll, we bring a lot of kids in from all over the country, and I'm spending time with, with those kids. So before – and I, we'll get back to the book here a little bit, but, you know, you watched – you know, you you watched and grew up with uh, the struggles of the civil rights movement, and you knew uh, and lived some of what your father went through. Um, how do you? I mean, do you do you feel like at some point now in today's world, I feel like people want to go back to those days and pretend like we're still living in those days, but we really have come quite a ways, haven't we? Well, here's, here's the issue. Um, yes, we we made uh, significant progress on many fronts, not just race, um, yeah. but you know, in all, in all areas. But a, a number of that is being challenged, and so there is a lot of back, backward movement. We have segregated schools in most of our urban areas. We have um, under you know kids that are living very different lives in school, the schools they do attend. And so that's sort of economic justice stuff. So the poor kids don't get the, 
um, you know, what they need to be uh, successful um, and they ha- unless they can find it on their own. Um, and, and there have been some incredible um, schools that have managed in, in spite of this, you know, all the issues around economics and, um, uh, you know, kind of the social justice issues and the, the issues around um, living in communities where, you know, it's real, it, it's very stressful. And so they bring all that to the schools or they don't, they don't, they don't have food, they, you know, so they, they come to schools hungry. All of those issues still exist. Um, so, yeah. So since 1963, uh, we passed laws, we made legal changes, um, but we continue to have to struggle for equality uh, and Terrible. a belief in diversity in this country. So, you know, we have a, a lot of work to do. So I, as I was looking through your book and, and uh, reading some chapters here, I'm fascinated by uh, the uh, time. You know, you talk about how the speech of MLK changed, uh, changed you and really, I mean, changed the country. But then you talked uh, a little bit about the bombing. Uh, in yeah. uh, Birmingham and uh, right. uh, talked a little bit about, uh, you know, you were doing these, uh, putting these shows together to help the families and uh, right. of these girls. But I love the, uh, the paragraph that uh, talked about uh, when you were together with your family and you said, we talk about the tragedy and shared family mission, knowing that with faith, family, justice, love, and time, we will heal and thrive but we're also yeah. reminded that the struggle for freedom is ongoing. So those are yeah. words that uh, still need to be uh, read and uh, highlighted in today's world as well. Uh, so Absolutely. I would say uh, keep up the strong fight. Uh, thank you so okay. much for joining us. The book is uh, Child of the Dream, a memoir of 1963 from Sharon Robinson. Sharon, it was a pleasure. And uh, if there's uh, one last uh, statement that you'd like to, uh, like to give for your uh, – for your, from your memoir, uh, have at it. Okay. Well, the statement is, kids, you know, um, believe in yourself. Keep, keep um, pushing, being your own advocate. Um, confidence and, and voice are, you know, I'm not speaking about speaking loud. I'm speaking about speaking with confidence. And, you know, that's what our kids need. All kids need that. And yeah. um, I hope that the adults will listen to them. That'd be nice. Sharon Robinson, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Quick reminder to subscribe to Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Remember to uh, subscribe and tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and make sure that you... uh, you know, once you subscribe, and if you subscribe, you know, if you're an Apple iTunes user, you can rate and review it so other people find the podcast. And I know you have a busy life, so it's easier for you to just 20 stars, best podcast ever, and you're done. We're all good. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat and then rate and review it. 20 stars, best podcast ever. (laughs) 